Nipsey. I'm great. I was just, really just loud, just loud and wrong. Oh, <laughs> How are you? No, I'm doing better now. You were drinking from like, early. I, he, he, he was live. No, honestly, since honestly, since Christmas, it's been since Christmas at this point. Actually, I'll do the math at some other point. How was you guys' Christmas? Wait, do you want to start? Have you started? Oh, it's recording, right? Yeah, you just have to see corporate whenever you corporate. Yeah. Um, yeah. How was you guys' Christmases? Cute. Yeah, it was nice. It was cool. Cute. It was your niece's birthday as well, wasn't it? Her first birthday. Yeah, she's born on Christmas Day, so that was nice. So it was basically all about her. Oh. <laughs> um, so just making I sure. Could- I couldn't hack a birthday on Christmas Day. Then people are going to try mixing up the presents and it's like, oh, boo-boo. Birthday, <laughs> people Christmas. want to get you one thing. It's like it can't be. No, day. it doesn't work like that. Mm, I got her too. And I think most people got her too. So. But obviously it's, it's her first birthday. Special, yeah. As time goes on, it's definitely <laughs> going to merge into one. People are going <laughs> to be like, this whole two for the thing. price of one. Yeah. 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 Um, that sounds cute. How was your Christmas? Um, I was invited to um, Christmas with my friend. So um, another friend of ours, two, the two of us were invited to spend Christmas with her family because obviously we're international and she's like, oh, no, just come over. And it was really cute. It was like, it was weird to like be with like a family in the UK. I don't think I've ever mm-hmm. celebrated like Christmas yeah. with another family ever actually. Yeah. So it was like, oh my, it was just like interesting seeing, you know, everyone in action. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's cute. What, what about you, Anessu? It was really nice. Um, obviously, my first. I love movie. your aunt. Ah, she's so can annoying. Just, <laughs> can I just say that? And I, I want it recorded and let it be said that I said that I love Anessu's aunt. Ridiculous. Um, Leo called on. He FaceTimed me on Thursday, and then um, he was saying hi. Yeah. Friday, Friday, and then no, um, wasn't it Boxing Day, friend? Yes, no, before it was Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Oh, no, Friday. And then um, I gave her the phone to say hi to Leah. And she's like, Oh, you're the one um Anessi talks to. And I was like, You sound so <laughs> as in the podcast. As in the yeah, podcast. Like, oh, you're the one she talk. talks to. And, then, and I'm like, really, babes. <laughs> really. What we do here. But we do we do talk. And technically, yeah, technically, technically. She isn't entirely wrong, but yeah, it was really yeah. nice. Um, that's normally the only person I spend Christmas with her and her yeah. best friend, who's like a second aunt, and her son, who's like three. Oh, did they come? Normally, we go to her house, but she had COVID, and so did um the little boy as well. So they oh. didn't come. I mean, normally it would have been at her house, but yeah. then other times in uni, um because I worked retail as well, I actually ended up just staying like in Southampton. And then normally like Renee and I would just obviously spend Christmas together because we're both working. So um, even yesterday when I went to Toby's mom's house, the same thing you say, like it's quite interesting seeing like a full family, like the children are playing games, there's auntie here. Like it was really different. I was like, wow, this, I've forgotten what this feels like. (laughs) Um, Because when it's normally like with my aunt, it doesn't feel like, Oh, big family, because we literally just getting turned and that's it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. There are no kids. There's no like. Wait, but don't you have like nieces? Um, no, my aunt doesn't have any children. Her friend has a son. Oh no, I mean, I mean in bots. Sorry. Oh yeah, in bots. Yeah, but I mean okay. like being here. 
it was very like this is different but um, i was cute it was cute um drank too much but you know we go again um yeah i can't lie you're giving a bit chaotic it's, it's like, <laughs> honestly like and it's giving brad's thing. doll it's giving brad's doll but i know i'm like when i think i'm like when did she last see two so, mm, no i went through it today i'm not gonna lie to you guys What's but wrong? i'm not like leo leo every few days is like guys i'm not drinking anymore i'm gonna just own it i'm gonna do it again. we go 10, again 2022 i'm a change person sure but guys I'm, yeah i'm really happy to have you guys here <laughs> i feel like i'm happy to be here this has been a long it's, time coming i've been looking forward to this since the beginning of the season from honestly since i realized we're on the opposite sides of the spectrum since there was a comment um i think i, I think i someone had made a comment on the on like the on our um instagram and then i suggested something about molly hive since that day yeah <laughs> i'm like where they at i'm though? like i'm to like when hmm. i'm when i'm true with you <laughs> <laughs> I think now yeah. there are more people in Molly Hive now. Maybe not Hive, but more of we, us. We, 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 we don't want yeah. y'all. Anybody trying to be in Molly Hive anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely not. But I just feel like her character development this season was actually unmatched. Like the sort of like summation of her character arc, like coming off the back of that final was actually really really good like throughout the whole season I was like wow like I actually like Molly and this is one of the first times since I guess season four and her yeah. whole drama with the um the block party and all of that kind of yeah. stuff because after that I was like I'm done with her I don't like her as a character yeah. she's a horrible person and then this season I was like wow she's really turned over a new leaf and it took Andrew breaking up with her and her I guess friendship breakup with Issa for yeah. that to come out and I was like wow it was yeah it was good to see we love to see it. Yeah, I'm really, like, I was definitely a huge fan of Asian Bay. So, like, to see that it took that relationship ending to make Molly a better person. Child, that was beautiful. I mean, it's heartbreaking as well, but it was bittersweet. That's the word I'm looking for. It was really bittersweet to see. But, you know, I've always told y'all that there was nothing wrong with Molly. Y'all just didn't see, didn't see the potential. You didn't nothing. see the potential that was... Nothing. Okay, one or two things that <laughs> I could change about. Three, four, five, or six. We're not here to be rude. <laughs> we're not here to we're here to be objective. Get out. Get out. Um, if you guys haven't figured by now, <laughs> this is the insecure wrap-up. Um, so we check we just kind of got straight into it. We didn't even do the intro nothing because we're that excited mm-hmm. but i feel like we should talk about like the previous seasons though and then oh, end, oh absolutely you know because a lot has happened yeah. so yeah. much actually happened is true and i think most of us too, went back to, too much happened yeah most of us went back to watch obviously the, the old seasons before five started and just watching everything all at once it a lot happened and it's crazy that in 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 their lives this has happened over the, uh, like the course of maybe three to five years max because obviously now in the season they've jumped quite a bit but the first four seasons it's almost like two years um that of everything is happening and when you really think about it that is a lot to happen in two years like it's really crazy but everything seems to have come full circle and i'm very happy with the ending how did you guys 
let's go to the beginning. Let's 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 take it from the start. You know, yeah. back to the matter. Open and close. Period. <laughs> what are you guys like favorite seasons, or what did you like the most? Like from the beginning of the show till now, what's been your favorite thing to see? I think favorite season wise, it's between season two and season three. Just because I feel like season two, Issa, though, she was a complete mess. Oh, my God. She was living with Daniel. She was getting substances in her eye. Um, you know what scene I'm referring to. <laughs> we don't look it up. That was um, that was hella dramatic. I still to this day. She's so dramatic. Very. Like, she acted like the man farted in her face, honestly. <laughs> Literally. If you are, if you are in that region of someone's body doing that thing you're bound to get some liquid in your eye okay yeah. exactly um and just like yeah she was a mess season two she had her rotation and all that kind of stuff and obviously we saw like the sort of growth of the friendship of the four girls um which was nice but I think season three for me was my favorite because like Nathan's character was introduced she started like basically getting over Lawrence um, and she just started to have a bit more fun. She started to come into herself. That's when she came up with the idea for Block, all this kind of stuff. And the Coachella episode is one of my favourite episodes of Insecure, like, period. I've watched that episode so many times. But definitely, I would say season three. Um, and season four, the episode with Lawrence and um, Issa when they go on that date, so is they- probably top two, top two episodes, top two episodes, like, ever. I've ever watched in my life. Amazing. Amazing stuff. That's like Listen- my that's my favorite episode ever, like of Insecure. I love it so much. Do you know what? You guys are gonna start ending up sounding like you know how like people talk about Chris Brown doing that stupid backflip. You guys are gonna start <laughs> like, it's it's all you people want to talk about. Like I once saw a tweet, I think it was Prentice. He asked everyone what their favorite episodes of Insecure was, and he literally said, Do not mention the date. I think he said the date and Coachella. Like, honestly, guys, there's other episodes. There are other episodes. There are, but the magic of those episodes is actually unmatched. Like, the Coachella episode is just so funny. From start to finish, Kelly getting tasered, wetting herself, them on um, edibles and Molly, um, like, the, what's it called? The, fer- the Ferris wheel um, scene, like, them fighting in Coachella. Like, the whole build-up of the episode was just incredible. And then the end, when Lawrence re-emerged, and it was like, oh, Lawrence is back, because they were saying that he wasn't going to be in that season, and then he appeared, and then there was that montage of him being a hoe, and all that kind of stuff. Like, it was just great. Like, it was it was great. I hear you. Um, I think my favourite season, I'm probably going to say it's between three and four. I'll say four because four, like there really was an uptick in terms of like the storyline and like how the writing, like I feel like the writing really felt different. I don't know what changed. Just felt like they sat and thought about there being consistently something happening every episode. Not that I want drama, but just I'm like every week I'm like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen this time? And by the time we even got to uh, the blog party, I was I didn't know what was going to happen like for the rest of the season. I think it really did keep me on my toes because I was also thinking, are they going to stay friends? Like, obviously I knew they'd be friends or in each other's lives at least, but like the stakes were pretty high and I liked that. Um, season three, obviously I'm a fan of the Coachella episode, but even like outside of that, I just think it was a really, it was really just a really well-written time as well. And it was fun. They were having loads of fun and child they was getting they was getting their thing on um and even like the serious plot lines that were covered 
I think they did it pretty well in a way that was also kind of funny. Like I remember when um, Kelly was mad at Tiffany about the baby thing because the Tiffany had like her mom friend and she's like, oh, you wouldn't get it. And I felt I felt like that was relevant. Like, you know how like they always have stuff that's relevant to you, like as a young adult or whatever. And I felt like that's like, I'm like, wow, like, you know, you have friends who you think who sometimes think that you wouldn't get something because you're not in that exact situation yourself. And it's like, nah, just tell me. I'll, I may not understand it, but I'll try to wrap my head around it. So I think that was a really, that was another really good season. What about you, Anessa? I agree. I think season two and three reign supreme for me. Um, obviously, I already told you guys how I feel about season four, episode eight, and nine as well. Like the eight, I remember was like their date thing. And then the beginning of nine is when like, they have that like two to four minute montage of them like I guess living together like it was just really cute and I think obviously for people who um really liked Issa and Lawrence like it was one of those things where as much as you may not like maybe Lawrence as a person you think he's a bit sometimey I think something that was very clear about this whole show that that was the person who was the best suited for her so seeing them in a happy place like they were now actually both working he's not just being a bum on the couch he's not, you know like it was a new dynamic and I think it was sad because I think it must have been season four as well yes it's the Thanksgiving episode when she sang to her mom sometimes it just feels like you know Condola got basically what she tried to work so hard for and then she got you know the end result basically um so it was nice to see them working in a seemingly happy place um, but season two, I think for me, was a lot more, maybe it was, I think, one of the more light-hearted um, seasons. So everything was always, like, really, really funny and, like, still, there's still a lot going on. But the humor for me, I was, like, everything that was happening in season two was so funny and so dramatic. Um, season three, I think, as much as you kind of got the idea of okay, Issa and Lawrence and he's kind of always going to be in her story, it was nice to then see a different side of Issa and something different before it was getting samey, you know? That's what I really liked about season two that, like you said, he only came at the end and you got to see Issa meeting somebody different and kind of stepping out of her comfort zone. Because one thing about Issa as a character, every time she was like in these messy situations, she always goes back to what she's familiar with and what feels safe. So that's why when she broke up with Lawrence, oh well, when he dumped her, <laughs> she would consistently or constantly find herself going back to Daniel. And then it's this person. And then when it didn't work out with Lawrence again at the beginning of the season, then she goes back to Nathan. Like she doesn't really explore something different, but it was nice to see that when she met this person who wasn't from LA, he brought out a different side to her. And like you said, I think that's when she started to really grow into herself um yeah and shine her eye so for me season two and three my faves mm. it's interesting that you say that about Issa going back to what she knows um because in I think it was episode seven of this season when um all the girls were like calling her inconsistent and saying that she's basically like a flip-flopper which she absolutely is and um like this this episode in particular the final episode it was like her stepping out of that sort of like risk averse like her risk averse self because like in that scene with her and Lawrence when they were talking when he was talking about like how do you know basically it's going to work out and she was like I don't but I'm willing to like just find out like find out and just let it happen and let it be I was just like the growth literally the growth <laughs> like I couldn't imagine Issa season one ever ever like doing that or even saying that but to like it just shows how much like she's developed as a character and as a person and I was just like wow 
I, I, it was like a proud mom moment. That's true, because um, I don't know if it was that same scene or a little bit after, still in that final episode, she even says herself, I realized that a lot of the time I was the one who was doubting myself, not other people. Um, so she was basically always getting in her own way. And like you said, yeah, it's really nice to see that she snapped out of it and actually stopped being silly because sometimes it was so and stuff. Like, why would you do this? Her decision-making sometimes, I'm like, nah, Miss girl, why would you do that? Why? Literally. It was mirror Issa getting in the way of real-life Issa. And that's why I think the final scene, sorry, I've just skipped, but that's why I think the final scene is so important because she's in the mirror and mirror Issa is nowhere to be found. Mm-hmm. And someone tweeted something about, like, that's basically because she's no longer insecure. Obviously, you always have insecurities as a person, but it's kind of like literally a full circle moment. Like she's come to the point where she is confident in herself and like in her own decisions. So she doesn't need that sort of alter ego person to sort of like help guide her. Yeah. Yeah, it was really it was it was really cool how they did that. I feel yeah. like this episode they really tried. And it's funny in the wind down, I don't know if you guys watched it. Princess mentioned that they wrote the final episode three times before choosing and settling on this one. So I think you can tell that they really wanted to make sure that they got it right. But that can we talk about the season though, please? Oh, chaos. Yeah. Before before we get to the thing, I was gonna say um the crazy thing about the mirror mirror Issa is that you never really think that you just think it's a part of her or it's just like that little voice inside. You never really think it is actually holding her back. And it's it's making her, like you say, be this risk, um, risk averse, yeah, um, person throughout the whole thing. So I never even thought about that. That um, Mira Isa was Isa's biggest op, and that she's gone from being insecure to now secure in herself and her talents as well. But I think they could have they could have made it a bit more clear. Like I'll always be mad at them for how they wrote. Issa's career storyline because it just why was she a lift driver like I get yeah lift drive like to like get her to meet um what's his name what's his like I've been forgotten Nathan. Nathan. but for them to like it just seemed like they didn't take her storyline career-wise very seriously I think that's one thing I will say they flopped with over the writing of the show as a whole mm. and the fact I think there's a couple of things that they they could have done like Kelly the people were asking for the last like two seasons and asking we want to see more of Kelly, we want to see more of Kelly. Where was the more of Kelly? Like, I just don't understand why they just admitted it. She's such a like larger than life character. She brings so much to the to the show in terms of like humor, but it would have been nice to have seen like past it. Obviously, in season four, we saw a bit more of her and like Tiffany's friendship and like how good of a friend she is and how much she cares and sort of got to see another side to her. But this season, like we wanted to see more, and they just they gave us nothing so yeah my question was was this the more kelly that we asked for because i know they're like oh you're gonna get Mm. like all you've been asking for and it's like but even then just putting her in scenes is not giving us more kelly we want more substance to her more depth to her we don't know how she met the guy she ends up with we don't even her feelings on children i know she always joked around that she hated kids and she thought they were goblins or whatever but like they didn't really explore the reasons why she thinks the things she is or she acts the way she acts. So I think mm-hmm. if they thought that was them giving us um, Kelly, I do not agree. No, sorry. Mm-hmm. I do you know what? I feel like I got to know her. Because mm-hmm. I feel like everyone else got at least like a single episode that focused on them. Like even Tiffany, like last season with um, the postnatal depression, she got a whole episode which was basically tailored around her, even though she wasn't 
in every single scene. It, the focus was on her as a character. And Kelly literally has never had that. Even They even gave us a whole season this season of um, Issa and Nathan walking around looking for a dog. And it's like, you could have used that time to actually introduce Kelly's character a bit more. And I just, as well, I don't understand why they gave Nathan so much camera time this season just for him to end up where he ended up because it was giving nothing. The gay thirst tweets, I don't know whose thirst tweets, maybe it was mine, but I think they really read our teeth and said, we got y'all. <laughs> I annoyed me so much like with everything that you guys said first of all with Kelly um there's a time we discussed this I think maybe like on episode two or three and I was explaining how obviously at some point the focus was always going to be we spoke about how I remember the marketing somewhat changed like Issa was the main face of the show right like Issa's character and then over time like even with the artwork it then became Issa and Molly and then from that point forward, even every wind down and stuff, or every time we were trying to talk about the show, they kept telling us or reminding us that this is obviously Molly and Issa's love story. Cool. So you're not going to focus on Tiffany and Kelly as much. But like I said, Tiffany also got her own standalone episode, which Kelly's impact is much larger than Tiffany's for Tiffany to be the one who ended up getting that whole episode and storyline. Do you know what I mean? It doesn't make sense. And then... We now get to this season and now we're like, okay, fine. You're not going to give it to us. How dare you get to episode 10? And now she's changed her mind about, well, she's met Desmond. When they try to ask them how they met, they kind of giggle, whatever, and they laugh. And then it never really gets spoken about again. Then before we know it, she's announcing that they're having a child. It's her birthday. They jump again with their stupid time jumps. And I was like, yeah, later, we don't know what this baby looks like. Like, why? They might as well have just left it out because if you haven't given us much for so long, don't now come in episode 10 and now give us everything all at once like this and we're never going to have you know, our questions answered. Like, what does a baby look like? Like you said, what what used to give her these feelings or why did she feel the way she felt? What's more about Kate? Like, we don't know as much. What inspired her to take you know, when she stopped drinking and stopped um, having weed or whatever fine obviously there was the the death where they tried to kill her off in episode one but we never got to explore that we never got to hear anything else about the podcast why was she podcasting how long was she podcast like nothing and that's something that i'm like they, they they failed us literally they didn't even explain how she got from like how she um got the job at molly's firm they just skipped yeah. to it and she was suddenly she was in the office they didn't even give molly's mom a funeral they didn't they just like as much as i really really enjoyed the final episode i just feel like there's so much that they could have explained like from that episode that they could have explained in earlier episodes like the stuff about kelly they could have done in earlier episodes um and they just could have had a less less of a focus on nathan like i just don't understand why he was why was he getting standalone scenes like in the barbershop and stuff when his whole storyline is Issa like I only care about Nathan in the context of Issa so I don't understand why he was getting like scenes to himself because he's not that interesting like if we're keeping it real he's not before we even get into him being interesting or not we have not signed up for the nation Nathan show this is like it's not about you sorry um and even then um other writing stuff that I like that I like you guys pointed out they could have planted seeds of something with Kelly to say oh Kelly's going on a date with this new guy Desmond oh what does he do no, no. so it's not just I'm getting to episode 10 and magically all these things have happened um like I think for a show that's really good at foreshadowing in some aspect they could have foreshadowed a bit better or they could have 
planted just something for me to think mm, this is going to be important like kind of like even with um, Molly's mom dying I'm not surprised because it's like oh she had the heart attack so clearly they were building on that it's like you know she never really recovered or whatever but I really do think they did um, Kelly a disservice in the way they wrote her storyline this season and I know it's not the Kelly show but there's no point having a character and then like you said you're showing us Nathan arguing with the, the people at the barbershop like what even, even Nathan's cousin why was Nathan's cousin and his wife the significance and then he got kicked out and then it was beef why at this Literally. point I'd rather they showed us more about Amal than Nathan honestly it's mm. just not it's not what we want to see it's not what we signed up for and I think they kind of flopped it there as well yeah I also want to say I would have liked to have seen more of Torin's character and his relationship with Molly like in a romantic sense because obviously we just we got to season four and all of a sudden like by season I mean season five episode four or five when they went to the retreat and suddenly now they're a thing within like three episodes and it was just like there was no build-up at all it was just like they hated each other now all of a sudden he's a love interest and the love of her life and it was just like where did that come from (laughs) I think they could have stretched it out a bit more I think yeah if you cut, I think episode one, two, I'm not sure, I don't remember three, but if they cut those and then pull it, like pull out this like mo- Molly's mom thing and have Torian maybe keep checking on Molly, something just to, to yeah. make Molly, to make us as the viewers and Molly at the same time go, wait, this nigga keeps like, is this nigga like actually a nice person and have mm-hmm. her question it in front of us and have a question, even her own feelings about him and how he changed like over time. But to now just make it, um, over one episode, one or two episodes, that was like really shitty. And I, it just didn't make it interesting for me. Yeah. And I think that was probably the worst thing about this season is the fact that um, they were doing a lot of jumping and stuff. So timeline wise, there came a point where you're skipping very key or really important details or information that we'd need. And it doesn't make sense. Like you said, they're not really letting us know for someone who struggled this entire show romantically, I just don't see how they thought it would make sense for it to be like, okay, she's now shone her eye and Torin is actually really the person that meant for her. We don't see anything about them dating. It's only at the farewell party they have edibles. That was cute. That was fun. Fast forward a year later, it's her wedding. There was no like proposal. There was no date. There was no how, like you said, him checking up on money. And I think... It's been a main thing about how Molly self-sabotages and how much she struggled in love. I just don't think it's fair for them to have left that out because like you said, we've seen how she's grown. It would have been nice to see her also being depicted, you know, in this really happy, positive space for once. You can't just jump to wedding. I will say we have seen Molly, Molly and Asian Bay. I think we have seen Molly's like happy in a relationship. Like I, I kind of see why they didn't show that to us, but I get what you mean. There were, there were moments that we could have seen in their relationship to give us more context to it. But I don't want to like see them go to the movies. Like personally, I was okay not seeing them going on a date or going to the movies and stuff. Like, like I, I was ready to suspend belief in those two minutes. You know what I mean? I get you. But a proposal yeah. or something would have been nice. Because I think even with Asian Bay, as much as um they were happy and we did see her in a happy face, was a lot of the time where she still had toxic traits or habits where he had to yeah. remind her that I'm always compromising for you and it's never the other way around and unfortunately you know sometimes people have to choose themselves which I don't blame him for um yeah. I remember at the time when I first watched it I didn't think they showed him being fed up long enough 
I really thought it was something that they would have worked through at the time. Um, but I guess that just wasn't <laughs> part of the story. I think the issue that probably, the one thing you probably couldn't work through is the, probably the thing with the brother. That's something that's like, that was a bit much. And I don't know how they were ever going to work through that, if that makes sense. Um, but generally, like in terms of how he was fed up with some of the things that she was doing, I don't think it showed enough for me to feel like, okay, he's really tired of her. No, I think it, they did because it was a build-up. They did. I was about to it say. Was, it was did. a build-up of things because even, you know, that um that episode when she kept like working or like she she took him to like the work function and they, he like wanted to do something after and he was like, you don't mind going like to the after party or whatever. And he was like, well, uh, I wanted to like do this. And like whenever they would have dinner plans, she would always flake. And then that time they had dinner and um, he was like, I have plans after. And she was like, well, why would you make plans after? Like it's date night. And he was like, well, you always have something going on and you always like flake on me. So, and then it was, it was like a build up of things. And then obviously the thing with Issa, even though it wasn't, it wasn't Andrew's fault at all. All he did was help her friend which I just think is mad like how can you be so angry at your boyfriend helping your friend in their time of need anyways but um like even that it was like she was like well why did you like why did you help me why didn't you tell me this is that and it was just like why would you be upset at someone for helping your friend in their time of need and it, it was just like a build-up of things from there like everything having to be her way and him not getting a lot like even in that um episode when he broke up with her um and you know she went to go and get takeout that she wanted rather than what he wanted and it was just like little things like that I think that tipped him over the edge and obviously the brother thing and her not wanting to make amends it was just like you know what like I've had enough now and you're you're taking the piss so I think that's what it was it was a build-up of things yeah, yeah, yeah I agree I think there were like strikes in his head like every time something would happen you'd have like a strike against her. Cause like also realistically, where can their relationship go if you don't get along with my brother? I do, I will say, I kind of get her not wanting to make amends. If someone isn't nuanced in the way they talk about race, like to you as a black person, you don't have to accept every apology you receive. 100% that's fair. But also we can't blame, come and blame him for saying, if you're not gonna get along with my brother or not even get along, if you're not gonna like work towards having at least a civil relationship with my brother, then I don't see where we can go. And yeah, there was also the time, um, I think Molly fell asleep. I don't know. I don't know if she fell asleep or he, oh no, she was working and then Andrew fell asleep um, oh, while yeah. he was waiting for her. So I don't, and he didn't get angry in that scene, but I think it was always hinted at that Molly's career is kind of making it hard for her to date um, Andrew. So I do see it making sense that she ended up with Torian because it's like, oh, Torian gets her. Torian is a lawyer. Like they're, like, they're going to, they're going to understand each other and where they're coming from. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, something that I picked up as well. Sorry, I made notes. <laughs> I can't repair it, girl. Um, <laughs> this season, I think this season was the only season they didn't have like another show running within the show. So, you know, like they, how they've had due north, like finding or looking for Latoya or whatever. Like this was the first season where they didn't have like a show running through. And I thought that was interesting. I was like, why did they get rid of that? I really like like those subplot lines within that the like fake show that they created within the show I think probably I don't know COVID or like money stuff because I think I, I, yeah. I once googled it because I was so interested in I think Due North because it had the like if you listen to the things they would say about Due North because I think I remember the kid there was a mute kid who once caught um the slave woman and the slave master like having their team but then the kid didn't talk because he had typhoid I remember Lawrence in one scene he was like he got typhoid <laughs> 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 and I just thought it was so funny and I really got invested in the little shows because it's like oh 
since last week oh a new episode is out and i think even like chad used to make jokes about like he's like that shit is for females and then he's like but i'm still watched though like so it was nice to see people reacting um but i think they just couldn't do it um again this season as well but i, I missed it it was it, it make it made this season feel a bit more different from the rest of the season because it was fun to see happening in the background yeah i think as a whole this season did feel different for the rest literally from episode 1 it was just like it was just a different feeling it wasn't the same like as like the previous um seasons that i've watched of insecure from episode 1 and it just continued throughout the season i don't know if it was the writing i don't know what it was obviously it's still funny like you you still get the feel you still get those different emotions but at the same time it just didn't feel the same and i think um sorry <laughs> There's a time, um, <clears throat> pardon me, Leona always making reference to Pose and how I think sometimes the pressure that the writers end up having is that in their heads, they're like, this is the last season. So they want to bring finality to each character's storyline. And then sometimes it then feels really rushed. Like the timelines of things are weird. That's why we keep having a year later. Then now it's another birthday again. Like it's Molly's birthday again. And then like all these jumps and it was like that from... The beginning because i think between episode one and two there's we jumped a year and then the other episode that focuses on lawrence and condola it's now gone back like everything was really jumpy um and i think when they were trying to obviously wrap everyone's story i don't think they it, it came across really rushed because i think they just put too much focus on this is the end this is the end this is the end so i think that same feeling that we normally had wasn't there because i do think the writing for this one was different because I think they just specifically wanted to make sure to to write it in a way that this is the end like let's wrap this up so I don't think they were as I don't think they took their time <laughs> in my opinion I think they did just they made the wrong decisions personally because like the ending if like before I watched season five he told me how season five ends I would have thought oh then they must do it well it must be like drawn out it must make sense whereas when i watched it it just kind of felt like it was slow burn slow burn slow burn slow burn slow burn and then an episode six ra sa sa and it's like whoa like i get and i think we said this before anisu um that um isa bray said her favorite episodes of the season was like six to like 10 or something like that and it's like yeah duh because that's where all the meat of the season is like there was no meat before i mean obviously i did enjoy the condola and lawrence episode and i think that one it was necessary to, it was a necessary conversation to have i mean i don't care about condola but it was a necessary conversation for us to have that like you can't say you want to be a parent and then not invest yourself into being someone's parent like it's not just saying i'm going to have a baby and that's the last thing you do it's more than that so i think that was a good episode to have but a lot of the other episodes we had, like, I can't lie, guys, the beach episode, I did not need the beach episode. Just, there was just so much that we didn't need, but we still got for whatever reason that made this season kind of just feel whack. And I don't know if they lost, because in my head, I think they probably lost a few viewers who were watching, like, the first three episodes and thought, this show isn't going anywhere. Like, and how are they going to tie this up in a way that makes sense and doesn't feel, like, forced or, like, rushed? And I, honestly, I get anyone who jumped ship at the beginning of the season because it wasn't giving. Mm. Yeah, I totally agree. I think the first, like, the first 
up until like see, like episode eight, to be honest, I was I was just like, this is flat. Like this is not. It's giving me nothing. Like I'm getting nothing from it. And it wasn't literally until the last couple of episodes where I'm like, okay, this is actually picking up. But it was it was getting to a point where I was like, wow, like there's only what one two episodes left. How are they gonna end this? How are they gonna land the plane? And then obviously watching um the final episode, I'm like, okay, makes sense. But I just feel like, how can you give us? nothing and then just give us everything at the end so in that sense I just feel like the season was very flat and it was very disappointing and they definitely Game of Thrones did but the ending was good personally I think they could have like made had the that dinner the dinner where it all kicked off between Lawrence and Nathan they could have had that maybe around episode six or seven I feel like yep there was still more there was still more story to be told after it just kind of feels like I'm like, we're at the beginning of episode 10 and like they're still talking. I'm like, God, like not that I expected there was going to be skip, but it just didn't, it showed, it showed how weak that was as a, as a creative decision. That's why last week um, I was saying to you, I mean, when I saw the trailer, I was like, they, they're going to do a mad jump again. I knew it right away. Even, oh my gosh, I'd forgotten this until I watched it again yesterday, um, I mean this afternoon. There was a time when the first trailer came out. I can't remember if it was the first one or the second one because remember they dropped the extra one that was kind of like a flash forward of more, more, more of what's to come. But I think there was no um sound. Like it must have been like music over it. So you couldn't actually hear any of the conversations. And there's a time I said to Leo, this babe is wearing an engagement ring. And I was like, oh, anyway, but because of Issa. And I remember because of the way the season was going, I was just like, hmm, maybe I was bugging. Was it a promo shot that she just happened to take, forget to take off her real record? Because I, I just didn't see how by the end of the season she's going to be engaged. And I certainly never would have imagined that it would have been Lawrence. I think only until last episode, I was like, okay, maybe they're going to give it. But even then, I, I just, I wasn't sure that this is how it was going to go. I had no clue that it would be Lawrence. And this is why um. I can definitely say, or why I feel, I saw a tweet actually, where someone was saying that they felt it was a little bit rushed. And this is why in my head, I feel like they didn't take as much time. Because like you said, the farewell episode would have made more sense to happen a little bit earlier. And then at least even with Molly and Torian, it's not just like, okay, one minute they just finding their feet, fast forward a year now, they're married. Or everything else that happened with um, Lawrence. Because even with Lawrence and Issa's story, um oh this is so annoying the zoom is about to cut and i don't know why it's doing that today and that's okay. what i was trying to say i think they could have just written it a lot better to be honest um and mm-hmm. it's sad because something i mentioned i think maybe two weeks ago is that sometimes when you stop and look at the episodes for individual episodes it's good but not for a final season and not for the story that you know that they're trying to wrap up so it felt a little bit like all over the place. And obviously now that they've told us that, for example, the final episode, they had to write it three times before finally choosing this one. It now makes me think they did the same with other episodes. Like they also felt like they wanted to rewrite them. Or, do you know what I mean? Um, I don't know if they did. I mean, they didn't mention it in the other wind downs, but it will be interesting to, to know if they did the same with that as well. Yeah. Mad. Can we talk about the final episode, please? Like from start to finish. Let's episode. let's let's get in. <laughs> yeah, I got no. Firstly, obviously, the main theme was birthdays and it was centered around birthdays. I think that is just so genius because the first episode was about Lawrence forgetting 
Issa's birthday and it just nicely ended with like them actually celebrating her birthday and it was like they were both together and I was just like with stupid wow. with stupid old yeah. jar that seemed that would be stupid let's, let's lead the baby pro- out of it let's lead the baby out of it that's propaganda it's propaganda <laughs> like do not give your labour to a man to become a stepmother please please um, but yeah, it was just genius, and the use of the different songs, like the birthday songs throughout, like one time for the birthday, David and Jocelyn's doing like his like and all of that, like it was, it was so smart, and I just, I, oh, I loved it. I get, I know y'all, I know, I know people hate on Ratchet right Happy Birthday, but I really don't mind that song. Like I won't say I like <laughs> it, but I really don't mind as much as everybody hates. Like when I think of how much everyone else hates it, guys, I love so, it. Yeah, I was so happy. <laughs> it's your fucking birthday. I said, what? <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought it was a really cool, yeah, like you said, it was a really cool throwback because whoever would have thought to revolve a whole episode of a show around birthdays and like how you respond to different birthdays and how like even Issa um, having her first birthday without her mom and how she was sad over that. That was, I was like, gee, me. Yes, because I never would have thought that was necessary to include, you know what I mean? I agree. I also found it really funny how, like, we're always talking about how even in, in the moments that are supposed to somewhat be, I guess, serious, there's always something funny. Like, I really laughed so hard. Um, it's with the cake scene at the end. And um, Lawrence is like, oh, that's supposed to say Issa. And she's like, mm, does it? Like, it was perfect timing because I remember when I first, I said, hmm. <laughs> it's a little scribbly baby jar um but ah uh, guys i like i literally cried when i watched this episode i cried can we talk about the first scene though with um isa and nathan because i just want to say do you know what i liked nathan at the end of season three and season four i thought he was cool season four i thought yeah like he's cool like i wouldn't necessarily mind if they ended up together this season has made me realize one he's fucking boring um and two the the sometimey that he was calling lawrence is the sometimey that he is he is so wishy-washy and like literally the thing that comes to mind is he's a runner he's a track star every time shit gets tough he gets to run in like he has no resilience whatsoever anytime there's a little inkling of a problem he runs and he has just such poor communication he never says how he feels without I guess Issa saying first how she feels and I just feel like he's so childish and it's almost like at the end of that season when she was getting out of the car and she was just like okay he was waiting for her to like turn around and be like no I want to fight with this love I love you you know what but it was just like no like she didn't even chase Molly when Molly was acting up. So you think I'm going to chase you? Like, and that's what I love about New Issa. She's like, listen, like, you said you don't want to talk about it. I'm not going to play these games with you anymore. She's, I feel like she's already given him enough chances to sort of say how he feels. And he hasn't done that. So peace, deuces, like, go. Bye. You're a big, 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 big man to be behaving the way he was. It was, like, super childish. And I would have expected it to, like, have come up, like, in one of the first few seasons. But, like, these are now people almost established in their 30s. You can't, like, want to, you know, be toyed around and beg to stay. That's not going to happen, babe. And I can't lie, just seeing this season, I, I feel less... Like, remember how angry we were about Molly saying um, he shouldn't try to get in touch with um, Issa at the end of season three when it was Issa's birthday that time? You know what? 
I mean, I'm still mad because obviously you're you're crossing a boundary because it's not for you to decide, you know, who gets access to your friends. But I'm less mad about it because I'm just like, this nigga was a waste of time. Like he did nothing for her, like at least with Lauren. He did, he did. He did. The vlog party. Yeah, he brought out he brought out another side to Issa, which we might not have which which we might not have seen if they hadn't met. But in terms of romantically, I definitely agree. He brought absolutely nothing. But I think, you know what I think? I don't agree that um they've never had chemistry. They did. They very much did. Like think about when they hooked yeah. up, when they um swam in that pool, the, that those random people's pool. I do think they had chemistry, but I think maybe their relationship is meant to illustrate that that is not enough to sustain a relationship that like be liking someone is totally different from dating them, living with them and everything. And I think that's the, my takeaway from their relationship because the chemistry went away quick. But that then begs the question, was it chemistry, was it sexual tension? Because I think we spoke about this a few episodes ago and I was like, well, when you actually look at how the two of them communicate and relate, it's not there. Like they're it's on just no, it wasn't, it wasn't sexual. It wasn't sexual tension. Don't you remember? I think they were once going somewhere. Like, I think they were opening a gate. I forgot. All I remember is the opening gate. And then Issa started doing her weird stuff. I think she started singing and he sang along. I do think he got her to some extent. I don't think, I don't think it was always like, I want to off your pants. It was also like, we also have a similar sense of humor. I think, I think as people, they get along as friends, Mm. um, which is what I liked. So when they when they had that moment when um you know she was reconciling with Lawrence but they were still friends like when she was helping him move and stuff and I think that's the um scene that you're referencing when they went to Andrew's house and she was like it's so cold in the beach <laughs> and he was like I don't know me. and I was like that is like comedy gold um and I think they 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 did they did have a chemistry I think a friendship chemistry I think obviously they wanted to explore that romantic side because they did have that those moments in season three and I think it just again lends to sort of the lesson of what, what insecure is teaching was trying to teach us this season in terms of like not everything is going to work out like it's okay for things to fail but at least you tried you it's better to have loved and lost than to not have loved at all you know that vein and all that stuff so I think that's probably what they were trying to convey and it's like you might not like your your journey isn't a linear one like there's going to be some twists and turns and curveballs and you just sort of have to roll with it and see what happens and then in the end obviously ultimately she ended up with Lawrence so at least she tried. It didn't work out. She can say, you know, I tried with Nathan. It wasn't meant to be. And I think with a, with every situation, even in friendship, sometimes people are, are meant to come into your life to teach you stuff and to teach you stuff about yourself because no one in Issa's life had ever had the courage to tell her that she's inconsistent. And it's only until that day when she brought it up and they're like, mm, and she's like, wait, so these bitches think so too? Um, and I think that's the beauty of life like some people do come into your life for a season and to teach you stuff because even in season four that episode eight there's a time where she's walking in the gallery with Lawrence and he's like I really like seeing you like this like obviously she wasn't at Ugacho anymore and obviously you can see that the block party stuff ignited something and it made her more happy she felt like she was living with purpose or now there was something she actually loved doing and that even made him realize that she's different now and I think like you said he definitely did do something for her to some extent even I think just letting her guard down a little bit because it wasn't so I feel like Issa was really rigid like it's rigid even the term I just don't feel like she was she was loose enough or willing to 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 try things and I think it's only that day like the skinny dipping and then you're having 
sex on the ferris wheel and stuff like i do think that nathan did bring that out of her and obviously it served its purpose it still helps her as much as the relationship would have failed they still you, you just have to take the good from that situation and can i just say though someone else actually brought that out of her daniel brought that out of her in season one when she went to go and do broken pussy on the stage you please. know when she was doing all this kind of like <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> He Daniel turned my girl into a harlot, please. Like, <laughs> Daniel just, he made her weak in places she shouldn't have been weak. There was sometimes like, sis, even you need to block this man because he's clearly bad for you. You know, at some point I thought he was going to come back, not come back like as in to be her love interest, but just have us see him walk down the street and like, oh shit. Like, I felt, I felt that would have been nice. I don't know what the nigga who's acting as him is doing. That would have been nice to have. Agreed. That would be nice to see. Especially because in the, this final episode, we got to see Thug Yoda again. We got to see Frida again making uh, appearances. They could have thrown, like, Tasha in there, like, still working at the bank, you know. Because like, <laughs> <laughs> Especially because they brought back um, Dro in the last episode as well. It would have been nice to have seen those sort of, like, original cast members. Cast members, that's so true. I found that, like, that scene when she's driving to Lawrence's at the end, her driving past the right aid, the dunes. Thug Yoda's Wait, why was now. why was the right aid? I couldn't get the right aid. Right Remember season one, um, season one, with with him forgetting her birthday and stuff, and then he went to right aid to buy the birthday card, I think, which was even late. And then even yeah. that, that season when she is kind of like MIA a little bit. I think this is just after she's had sex with Daniel, and she's yeah. still, like, obviously feeling weird. And then there's a time she said to Lawrence, "I need space," and then he bumped into her at the right aid when she was buying underwear. And I think it's oh. like, she was staying at Molly's or something. And he was like, like, are you ever coming back? Like you're here buying pints in Rite Aid and I haven't seen you in days. So I think that's <laughs> the significance of Rite Aid. Because even there have been other episodes where um, I think he said to, to Issa that he bumped into Frida and Rite Aid. I don't remember which season this was, but it was in a conversation he was having probably season four even like oh yeah i think it was episode eight i think it was episode yeah eight. yeah it was on the but day. i think it's, that's when he mentioned seeing frida and the writer as well so that's why that whole scene i'm like they've driven past the jews there's frida thank you daughter is grown now i'm driving past we've got y'all like <sighs> full circle <laughs> the that was that was very well done mm. what um, was the next scene after that that was i think it was molly's birthday I think I think that was the first birthday that we saw. Yeah, the first birthday is Molly's one, the one that yeah. we through, and that's when At she her house, yeah, forcing me to celebrate myself, which was really awesome. That was really awesome because sometimes, you know, um, we've probably been in situations where you see your friends that like, you don't really want to celebrate certain things, um, because you kind of just get caught up in the fuss of life and things happening, and sometimes you're just not even in the mood. But it's still important to try and celebrate all the little wins because life is hard man <laughs> life is really hard so i think that was really that was so sweet man yeah true i think their, their friendship is beautiful i just want to say that that's the best part about this show even the, in this episode that they were my favorite thing i i i'm not ashamed to say that i love money now it's giving mm. sex education and how we all felt about adam at the end like i couldn't believe it i i <laughs> look at leo <laughs> <laughs> Leo was waiting for everyone to shine their eyes. Obviously, I mean that's your favorite, but she was still obviously bad right at the beginning. We can't deny that. But that was for me the most beautiful thing about the episode. Like the the bathroom scene is the one where I cried because I was like, <laughs> and then reading the story about <laughs> her on Twitter, like how it really happened that um Prentice had told Molly 
well, Yvonne, you're basically, he basically directed her to, to say thank you to Issa, but as Yvonne. So in the scene, Issa was genuinely crying. Like she was genuinely caught by surprise because it wasn't meant to go that way. Um, yes. That was so beautiful. And I felt like even as you're watching it, you could really see that it's really a Yvonne and Issa moment. And that's one thing I feel like when you look at um, all the cast members, this actually just... Amanda Seals never beating the bad vibes allegations because every that lady person... was, that was a job to her. She never get invited anywhere. No, she doesn't. And there was a tweet I think a few years ago when the the Emmy party thing happened, and Sharonis, as in Drew, um, he even tweeted, "You can't be a disrespectful ass person and be shocked that people don't want to hang out with you." So something definitely went down, obviously. But even throughout this whole season, she hasn't been posting much. Yesterday, she posted her little photo dump, and she bought herself flowers, like congratulating myself for five seasons of Tiffany, Dubois, whatever. Like there was no thank you to this you know the vibe and the positivity that everybody else had and i'm like you are terrible vibes because <laughs> mm, everyone is so close-knit and she's just on the side oh, like God. that's how you can tell she is the character that she's playing she's the bad vibe <laughs> honestly and for years anyone don't make me def- don't make me defensive <laughs> now please oh no you know no but i think I, with tiffany her, now tiffany i don't think it's that she's bad vibes but i think she's tiffany so or amanda stills amanda Seals. oh tiffany tiffany Tiffany. Tiffany. Oh, Tiffany as a character? Tiffany. No, she's not bad, but I just think she's pretentious and, you know, she she thinks a lot more of her life than her life actually is. Like, in her head, like she said, she's a real housewife of Denver. Like, that's how she moves. I literally do believe that's how she moves in her head. Maybe it's main character syndrome, I don't know. But it's interesting to see, I hate the show where, like, the main character has main character syndrome. It's interesting to see Tiffany, who's, like, not even like in the okay maybe top five characters on the show in terms of like building but that that person has main character syndrome and you can see and she thinks she's beyonce or whatever was her birthday the next scene after the um after molly's birthday was her hers the next birthday when they went to denver or was it Issa's birthday i don't remember what was next i don't think i think they just went to denver to see her no but it would have been a birthday no yeah, yeah, it was no, her birthday. The episode was literally her everyone's birthday. Yeah, so it would have been her, 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 her child came out and was like, happy birthday, mommy. Yeah. And they were like, oh. Mm. Is it just yeah, me or then, did that kid look yeah. like Cardi B's kid? That kid look a lot. <laughs> I, I was looking at that kid like, I know you. <laughs> I know you. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was the next birthday. Um, And did you guys clock Issa seeing the picture of the, 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 the papa posse? Yeah. Have you rattled? Um, by- yeah. But it wasn't clear at first. I'm like, I was squinting, and then I'm like, I knew right away. I said, yeah. it's the Papa Posse, and she saw Jai and Lawrence Aji shaken. That's why Molly asked her the question about what would you have said to Lawrence that day. Oh, oh, lion ass. He used to just mm. be lying to her teeth. Yeah. She and then she even got to think about it. Um, that, that scene, right, when Molly asked Issa, um, I was saying to my friend earlier, I think, you know, sometimes when your friend is about to do something that you don't agree with and maybe you have a conversation and it was quite interesting seeing her energy change from the time they were at Issa's and they were getting ready to go out, what they were meant to. And she told him, don't do it, but obviously call if you still feel like it when you're sober. And I think sometimes you've been in situations where you may not necessarily agree or like that your friend is with someone or about to do something, but you can see that clearly this is what makes them happy. Um, Cause Molly could tell, girl, this 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 lady want that man. 
she still is in love with Lawrence. And that's probably why there was that shift in energy. And I thought that was quite interesting to see. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's so true. But I just feel like the stars just weren't aligning for Issa and Lawrence to be together. Like when, so when Issa felt like, hmm, maybe I should like call him, then like she didn't. And then he felt like, hmm, maybe I should call her. And then, but it just wasn't working out. But I just feel like it, it, it came at the right time. Personally, I would have liked to have seen Issa not get with either of Nathan. Nathan yes! And sort of yeah, just kind of like, yeah. that was the sort of love story I wanted to see, just Issa loving it. Like, I had to take her after therapy. Basically. But I feel like she got to a point where she was happy within herself. She had developed, you know, she her business was thriving, etc. And at that point, she was like, you know what, I still care about this person. I'm still thinking about this person. I want to pursue it. And then, obviously she's gone and she's made those moves so I feel like it it came at the right time it came on Issa's time not on anyone else's time so like I respect that I I don't respect the move I think like (laughs) to me I think them reconciling this time I don't know it takes away from the time they like the time they reconciled last time was really deep was like oh wow you guys are finally getting it together I think just having it happen more than once on the show just kind of made the moment a bit less like it's like oh this again like y'all gonna go through this shit again didn't make me think wow you guys really got your shit I, mean, I wasn't proud of them I can't lie I wasn't proud of them for sorting through that the first time I was but the second time I just looked at them like y'all crazy as hell insanity is doing the same thing twice and it's like huh doing the that same thing, thing over about- and over again expecting different results yeah that <laughs> I don't um, know if I, that's the yeah. one but it sounds like it I think that. And can we talk about how? I'm so glad Condola wasn't in this episode with her. Oh, thank God. No, she, guys, we deserve to see. I, I want to see them co parent a little bit because that kid was like 10 years old, not 10 years. That was a grown ass baby. <laughs> I'm like, I want to see her. I want to see her. I hope she got a man because I don't know if you clocked it, but like over this, like these last few episodes, a lot of people have been hinting to a lot of moments, not just moments, not people, but like it's been hinted that. Lawrence and Condola could kind of explore like dating or trying it again. So I'm like, I, I, it would, I would be keen to see if she figured it out. If you know, Jack got him a step daddy or whatever. No, I get what you mean. I think um, because she got a full episode basically, where obviously we discovered that Lawrence was a deadbeat, I wasn't really like, I didn't want to see again. You got your episode, it's fine. And then fast forward to um, that. I think it's the episode, well, with the baby, <laughs> which is that you fuck them kids with Issa and the baby. <laughs> All that healthy, like, co-parenting moment in the hospital. And it was very, like, in their body language, you can see that the, the energy is not the same as from, I think it was episode two that Lawrence was doing a lot. And then um, at the farewell lunch thing that Tiffany and Derek had, it seemed healthy. There was a little bit of small, small shade because, I mean, we spoke about it last week when she, she saw... Lawrence looking at Issa and then she handed him the baby to hold and I was like hmm is she a little is she a little salty does she still want jazz daddy um but I'm very happy that they didn't actually get back together because I just felt like it's just nice to see that people can co-parent without it being a, oh well because they're so happy and on good terms then they're definitely gonna get back into a romantic kind of relationship it's not every day like oh just because we're happy on the same page then we have to try and explore this romantically it's, it's not by force clearly mm. and they already had explored the fact that they want different things like condola doesn't want to be married again um and that's obviously something that lawrence wanted so it just wouldn't have 
made sense to me. Like, I don't know how, I mean, obviously granted people can change what they want. I mean, we saw that with Kelly anyway and the kids, but like, or the child, but it would have been really odd for it to just kind of be like, all of a sudden she's down to get married again. It would have surprised me, but I also really wish she didn't choose Lawrence. They make sense. It's great for each other. It's cute, obviously, for the sake of the story. I mean, it would have made the most sense, I guess. But it would have mm. been just so much nicer. Her like her her love story ending was she's chosen herself, and she's mm-hmm. gonna now she's in this new place now. She's more secure in herself and her decision making. So let me explore the potential of meeting someone new. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Just because she did it once with the, the guy they were calling a bootleg Daniel with the soap press. Um, and obviously that didn't work out. Um, but it would have been nice to see her maybe try it again. Or even it just end with her being single and she's just happy with where she yeah. is um, in life. Mm. I guess, I mean, the ultimate love story of the whole show anyway is Issa and Molly. Like, yeah. That is the True. ultimate love story. And we got that. So I'm happy about that. That's why to me, it never made sense when people would say, oh um they should just like stop being friends and, and, and it's like no these people this is what this story is about it's about them figuring out their friendship like yeah molly can be shitty according to you guys but like they're gonna figure it out at the end of the day like stop trying stop wishing like it's like the people who are always wishing for chloe and harry to break up it's like it's weird guys let it go it's not gonna happen like let it go you're not gonna get what you want which <laughs> <laughs> Leo basically said, stop trying to make fetch happen. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. No, I hear that. And I'm also happy, like you said, that they actually did have the, they explored like, you know, when you're going through life and how, I think Molly was saying how this is after her mom's passed away. Like sometimes you make all these plans, but like life just gets in the way. Um, I think Prentice was talking about how her not being able to go to Kelly's birthday, even though they'd made the pact to obviously show up for each other's birthdays, is a sign that sometimes you may have good intentions, but like life just gets in the way and shit happens. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you, that's growing up. And I'm sure even with all of us already now, we can see the difference from like just finishing like undergrad and now being in the workforce, how sometimes you won't always get to see your friends half as much as you plan to. And I can only imagine the older we get and the more responsibilities we have, it's only going to get more difficult. Um, it's nice for them to explore like healthy, that phase where they went through a rough phase and then they work through it. And then they're now, this is literally the best we've seen them be as people and even to each other as friends. So it's nice to see that, that, you know, they didn't just give up and like, okay, well, fuck you. Okay. Well, fuck you too then. Because that was something that was beautiful. Mm. I was gonna say wasn't it that um Molly didn't attend Kelly's birthday because she was thinking about her mom I that's the sense I was getting that she was still not you know not not like not coping or whatever yeah, was that not the sense you got? it is but that's the yeah. aspect like life happens so you're not in the best mm. celebrating a birthday because you're still obviously grieving. Even like, I think they showed a couple of times where East would call and she wasn't picking up. So I think she obviously generally just wasn't really in the best headspace. So despite the fact that they made that promise that no matter what, we have to be there for each other's birthdays. Sometimes we can plan and plan and plan, but you literally don't know what's going to happen next week. So, Mm. yeah. I was just going to say, can we talk about Kelly announcing her pregnancy? Because like, where did that come from also i really like how they they sort of said the whole thing about her not wanting to have children and then 
her saying, you know, I changed my mind because I've obviously I found the right person that makes me want to have kids. I only want to have kids with this man. And I just thought that that is so real um, and so relatable. And it just means that, you know, things change, that people change, like not everything is rigid and set in stone. It was beautiful. She looked gorgeous. I was really happy. Oh, she looked so gorgeous. She ate that up. She ate the girls up. I was also happy that her story with Desmond wasn't like abrupt. I feel like, again, because they don't explore Kelly enough, we always have had like Kelly speaking to this person or she's sleeping with this person, but we never get any information. Like, I don't know if you guys remember um, Kiss and Grind, I think it was. And then she's (laughs) under the table and he lasted like for a little bit. Like there was another episode that he was in and it was still being referenced, but then you never get to hear the story of what happened, what changed. Is it that obviously for so long she had commitment issues and she didn't want to be with people long-term. And now like she's saying that's changed now that she's found Desmond. Like there was just so much that they actually could have explored. um, And they missed the mark on that. But I was really happy that she's ending with Desmond and this person is there. And I think even Jeannie Mai, spoke about this with when she decided to have um, her child with Jeezy, how for years she kept saying she doesn't want to be a mom, doesn't want to be a mom, and as bad vibes as she may be. I think, like you said, the emotion is still real that at the end of the day, your what you want out of life can change depending on the people that you're around or the things that you want. You can just grow and change. Tomorrow you can decide, actually, I don't want to have kids or actually I do want them. Like, And I think it was really beautiful that she was like, I always said I don't want to have kids, but I want to have this nigga's kids. Like, that's yeah. That was really beautiful, especially for Kelly. Mm. Can we talk about um, Tiffany's wig in that scene as well? Because it just ah. it was giving shake and go. Like, it was giving hair shot, ah. mop head <laughs> wig. It like, was it giving was, junkie. I'm like, literally, it was giving um, Tyler Perry, Medea, like, basically. Unless she had the acrimony wig on and they put the picture <laughs> on. <her. laughs> no, she actually, she absolutely she actually did. did. That wig was horrific. I can't believe like of all, all characters to have that with Tiffany I can't believe that. black people like at least if this was like a white producer I'd understand that wig happening but this is a show where you know that like why would ugh, they actually hate her like no, I think this has to do with Amanda Seals now that was not they about Tiffany it was about Amanda Seals this episode you see how nice Issa's hair looked like her natural hair so they, they have the budget they're putting the time and the effort but I'm not oh, like I said you said what in the shake and go was that I didn't understand it didn't make sense to me it, yeah but maybe it was like to show that maybe she was going through something at that time because obviously in the previous scene she said that she had mm-hmm. hated De- Denver and you know and I feel like that's one of the first times we've seen her with um not blonde hair as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and when um, she, she was happy again at the end at the wedding her yeah. hair was lighter again so I think that obviously yeah. they definitely did that on purpose because even the way she was dressed it wasn't giving <laughs> um especially for Tiffany's character it, I think um that was definitely to show and I like the fact that remember when they went to Denver for her birthday this is probably the first time she's really been as open and as transparent about her not being happy normally yeah. Tiffany's character like likes to pretend that everything is fine um we obviously know her iconic it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine and this time there was none of that she said no I'm not happy here we had a we had a little situation but we're fine now like and she said oh no and she said this is that and then everyone's like anyway but we're fine now <laughs> i think stuff like that is why i fell in love with tiffany because i'm like how is this not, like and then again i get it i'm a virgo i'm not i would not 
like I will say stuff, but I won't say what I mean. Like, you know what I mean? So for her to do that, it was always so funny. And that's why I always liked Tiffany's character. Cause she was just, you never knew what was gonna come out of her mouth. And when it did, you you were never gonna get enough context to be satisfied. You always you're gonna be just as confused as probably Molly, Kelly, and Issa. Cause everyone always has that, huh? Like, what did you just say? <laughs> like no one actually ever understands what's going on. So it's quite funny. But yeah, I think that also shows her growth in now being able to be like, um, I'm not happy. But this is the thing about the jumps as well, because you guys clock at the wedding that she's pregnant again. And she obviously randomly mm. pregnant. She's so they just bred, they just bred the girl for the wedding. <laughs> no, she never said anything to anybody. Oh, I want other kids. Like I think maybe if when um Kelly announced her pregnancy, she could have said something like, hmm, you make me want my another one, something. But just I look, I'm like, uh-uh, that's a belly. Yeah, and it was shocking because remember when she was she announced that she was leaving, she even expressed her concerns like, what if Derek wants more children? How am I going to be able to handle it? She was obviously um, afraid of getting postpartum again, especially now being away from her best friends who obviously at the time were clearly like a support system of some sort. So for them to just jump and next thing she's pregnant, I'm like, ah, okay, <laughs> no context, just vibes, cool. Mm. Can we talk about how they um, superimposed Derek in the wedding as well? Did you guys, did you guys clock that? No. No? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> hold on. Let me show, but you could tell that he wasn't there. Like, there, like he was there, like photoshopped like, in. Yeah, there. like they, they photoshopped really? him in. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Can you we don't notice it because... We'll, we'll discuss the wedding, yeah? Yeah, let's leave because there was a lot going on. Can I just read a tweet that made me really laugh? Yeah. Um, someone said everyone in the friend group on insecure has a fine man and that's my favorite unrealistic thing about this show <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> like so yeah, and like also how i like how kelly talks a lot about wanting to fuck derek like i think we said it last week it's the funniest thing because like i mean you wouldn't tell your friend their man was ugly but on the other hand would you tell your friend their man was paying and it's not like once not twice and she's not saying he's handsome she's like should, like that episode, I forgot what season is, and she's like, "Should I find Derek?" Like, <laughs> she's like you no know, one if, actually reacts enough for me. I'm like, "Wait, why is no one reacting?" If you're ever tired, if you ever tired, I think she says that if you're ever tired, like two times have sex with Derek, just let me know. I can do it. Like, what? No, that's kind of inappropriate. You know what I'm saying? Best friend, you know, it's not like just a random, but like for it to be your best friend, it's like, girl, is there something you want to tell me? No one's talking about it. I can't see it on the thing about Derek being superimposed on Twitter. Let me try and find it because he was. It I was don't think like, people blocked. I, I think because I didn't. I certainly didn't. I really, actually, no. I can just open the episode. I think I still have it. I might open. Oh, but I have to close this. But I, I thought their wedding was really cute. I liked their wedding. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was nice. It was just nice to ha- like see Molly get her happy ever after. Like after seasons of seasons of dating apps and hookups, <laughs> and you know she had Jared, then she had um Drew, and she had that um um lawyer Bay, the other guy that from Chicago. Oh, had all these, like all these different guys um that she she done ran through. Um, obviously she went through <laughs> therapy. Easy, she had like so easy. much going on. And uh, Andrew and then the breakup and then at the start of the season you saw her like on her apps and just sort of analyzing herself and being like damn like this is what I was going like this is what my requirements were like it was a lot and then just mm. sort of falling into something with Tori and then you just see her 
being really open and honest with him like in that um the episode the farewell episode to um Tiffany and Derek she was just really open and honest like every time like even when Joe sh- showed up she was like yeah this is the nigga that I used to fuck and you know he was married blah 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 and like just being really honest and when they were in the the closet or the pantry and she was just like I'm really I'm really scared of like sabotaging things because you know when things start to get good that's when like you know I, I tend to mess up and she was just really honest and I think that sort of set the tone for their relationship and I'm guessing yeah um which is why it led to them like progressing and having a relationship obviously which we didn't get to see and ultimately ended in them getting married um and it was just beautiful to see and her dress was stunning Oscar oh, that, was, it was that was an amazing beautiful. dress beautiful. Um, and Issa oh my god Issa, Issa looks so good stunning. <gasps> she bodied that dress good god um, and I think she had a different design to all the other yeah, yeah. she's the maid of honor I'm yeah. assuming yeah um, um, she, she ate them yeah. up like standing next to them it made them look like damn you ain't eat that up like she did because she looked flawless the low plunge yeah. and the oh gosh that yeah, she, yeah. she looked really really nice um did you guys see um there was this tweet where they said um Lawrence and Issa uh Doan and Melanie <laughs> from the game did they, you know? they really are they really are <laughs> Lawrence and Issa are Doan and I was like that's so funny that's really funny to me. Um, I've just seen a tweet. Someone said, also, why did they CGI Derek? I'm not seeing oh, it. When? So it's the thing. At the wedding, at the wedding, at the wedding. You mean when she's coming down? <gasps> Wait, I just saw it. Did you see it? Did no. It? It, it's, it's definitely CGI. Like, he is not in, in Italy. And it's not good or CGI. Nah, it's, it's not, not good but at it's, all. It's, it's easy to mix because you're obviously you're focusing on Issa and like the other characters. You're not focusing yeah. on Derek, but I think that's why it's like a flash, like you see that and then he's it's gone. Yeah. I wonder where he that nigga was not. <laughs> that nigga was not in the same room as those people. No, nope. at all. Like, the light is no. coming from a totally different. Pl- no, no, <laughs> no. No that. Oh no, that wedding was really nice though, and apparently, like um they filmed it around the time of Issa's actual wedding because it's the same venue wait it's, I knew it I fucking yeah and then I knew it I knew it I, same it looked too familiar yeah and I think um, people were saying that well obviously it's a theory because she hasn't really confirmed it that they did it around the same time so that people wouldn't clock that she was getting married does that make sense Oh yeah. So everything wants to keep it a secret. Yeah, because remember she was calling it a photo shoot anyway, like as bands anyway. But like yeah. um, but when did she get married? In the was summer. It early, was it earlier this year? Yeah, in the summer. Yeah. Uh okay. So it would it would check out, it would make sense. Yeah, but it, the the venue is really, really stunning. They look so good. They look so really good. good. It was so sad seeing Molly dancing, obviously, with her dad and stuff. It's quite interesting how like for a lot of the scenes um around molly you didn't see her siblings like i didn't understand why no, um they were at they were at her they were at her birthday wasn't it just her mom no it was just her no, mom at her birthday masika was in the scene masika was there the the cute one the cute brother was there i'm telling you they were there guys not in the apartment though unless you mean the other um, guys i'm telling like the first the one when, when, when molly's mom is still alive yeah they were there they oh, were there. Sure. I missed them. 100% they were there. Yeah. Okay. Fair then. Because I was wondering, like, why are they kind of like MIA? But no. Mm-hmm. That was cute. That was cute. Um, There's something else I wanted to say. One second, guys. You going to oh, I really don't like 
how I'm just going back to Nathan. Nathan, right, had the nerve, like he said, to call Lauren sometime. And then you've been airing this babe, then it's her birthday, you pop up again. And she said, I was, I was messaging once and he said, Oh yeah, I saw. Like, oh, why is you here? Why, why was he there? I didn't understand what he was hoping to get out of it. Like, none of it made sense. You don't want her back. You don't like, so why are you here? He's just so wishy-washy. And I just feel like, oh, he's just so, he just, he likes to avoid conflict. And it's like, you're never going to resolve something if you're just running away from it. He doesn't like to speak and say things. And I feel like he's shown this on multiple occasions outside of, you know, um, season three and when he was going through his mental health stuff, like just from season four onwards, there's so many moments when he's just been like, just not saying how he feels. And it's just, he's really annoying. And I'm just glad that, Issa got rid, to be honest. It's like, farewell, good riddance. Don't let the doorknob hit you with a good little splitter. And get the hell See, out. Like, big, truly. Big um, energy. Loser. Like, I hate the guy. Loser. So <laughs> loser. <laughs> I really can't uh, stand him. Let me see. Um, no, but that, for me, guys, I'm, I'm satisfied. It's not the best um, ending, but um, oh, I saw this other tweet as well that was um, basically talking about how, um, you know how with, with, with some of the shows that we've loved, like, like, like A Different World, I think it was A Different World and Girlfriends, um, mm. stuff like that, like those are even one-on-one, -on -one, it was thought really incomplete because it would have gotten cancelled like just out of nowhere. So in terms yeah. of like black shows that were quite realistic and relatable, it feels like this is the first time the show has really wrapped it's now it's, it's complete and i think that's something nice um for us to hold on to as well as much as we may not have enjoyed how the season went or whatever i think that's really there's beauty in the fact that they actually just got to finish their journey i think i want to binge this season to see if it's different binging it than watching it like waiting every week to watch a new episode maybe it will change my opinion on the season as a whole but yeah i get what you mean it's not it's not it's nice we got an ending but it's not the last season was not the same quality of the rest of um the show as a whole. Yeah, agreed. But I just want to say, it's been so real, like watching Insecure and literally growing up with the show and with the characters. Because I started watching it, it came out when I was like twenty, and I'm twenty five now. So it's just been amazing to be on that journey with everyone. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna miss it. I'm gonna miss it, guys. Look, sorry. Um, it's funny seeing these tweets where everyone also agrees that like because I think as much as we found the episode beautiful um, a lot of us still definitely agree that she definitely she should have either been with another man or by herself like why fuck them kids <laughs> therapy I want I want first of all fuck them kids second of all I wanted uh, what's her name in therapy I don't get why Molly is the only one who has suggested who it was suggested that she needs therapy. I think Issa also has commitment issues she's she runs away from a lot of things she um i don't know she disengages but she doesn't disengage on like uh i'm doing it for my mental health she disengages out of fear like if she doesn't like what you're saying or if she doesn't like where something is going she would literally run away as she did from lawrence <laughs> after the whole thing in season one um so i would have liked to see that um I think, yeah, I think aside from that, honestly, I got a lot of the books I I wanted take. I didn't want Issa to end up married in the finale. I did always say, I'd rather it was Molly because it just would have been too obvious. Like, come on, give me something else. You know what I mean? I don't know. What about you? 
Does anyone else have any like wishes they wish they got? Off the back of like what you were saying about Issa going to therapy, I think for the most time, for the majority of time, she just couldn't afford it. <laughs> the bitch was broke. Like, she had no money. She was driving lifts. Like she was in the pits. Like she quit her job. Um, and she was driving lift full time basically and trying to do like this block thing on the side so I think for the longest time she just couldn't afford it obviously this season they probably could have done that because she was getting into a space where she was more financially comfortable but aside from that she didn't have the funds like she was still doing apartment manager um, and living in that apartment like that was still like a job so yeah I even swear she was wearing Fendi in one of these episodes, but I mean, I suspended my dis- my beliefs, but I think she was wearing Fendi or something in one of these episodes, and everyone was like, wait. But uh, y'all said she's broke. But uh, then someone actually rightly points out that when we watch Sex in the City, we don't really question some of the clothes that are worn by the characters that are supposedly not millionaires. So... Yeah, I was just about to say that, because I saw that tweet as well, and I was going to be like, listen... If they can do that for Carrie Bradshaw, who's living in New York, I'm sure Issa can wear Fendi. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> um, she'll be do, absolutely fine. She'll be fine. And I do, that's probably something that I wish also happened. Like you guys know, I've been saying this for time. Issa needed therapy. And I hear that in the beginning. Um, well, for the most part, anyway, she was broke. But I also just don't think she had the desire or the interest. Like sometimes I feel like Issa's character doesn't realize the things that she does. Like in her head, for the most part, she's maybe a victim. Not so much a victim, but like, I just don't think Issa realizes the things that she does. Um, um, even the thing you said about how she doesn't like the things that she's saying, she was just disengaged. Remember the time with Nathan? Um, and it was after that I love you thing. And she literally, I was just like, any time, do I have to talk about it? Like, that was her conflict resolution. They didn't talk about it. They didn't say anything. And obviously they didn't see each other for a few days. Um, and then he ended up calling her and finally telling her that, she know that he loves her but yeah I just think it would have been nice to see her like at some point even just sat, sat with Dr. Ronda like one time like j- even if it's just one time something because I just don't think there was that um desire like I don't think she actually wanted to or at least from what they showed us anyway that's probably the main thing that I felt like I would have wanted to see my other wish obviously was for them to explore Kelly more but they literally by episode three and you were not getting that so that ship sailed and then I'm also really really happy I didn't want this but I'm really happy Molly got her happy ending like that really filled me with so much joy I'm like that's that's nice especially considering like um what had happened to her this season I think she needed like a W of some sort like come on that was you know it was a lot agreed I think you guys have covered everything in terms of wishes one thing that I wish never had happened, I wish Issa had never gone to live with Daniel. I don't understand why that was a thing. Why are you living with the guy that you cheated on your ex with and he's having sex with women in the other room and you're there? He has no regard for you. As I think that's just so disrespectful. He was so disrespectful. And then on top of that, after you're coming home from work, he's coming to play you these shit beats, like, and you're just there nodding, like, yeah, like, like it was. Is my day not bad enough? My day is bad enough as it stands. And now I have to act like you're Timberland. No, no, no. Exactly. Like, enough. No. Um, so I'm kind of glad that he just dropped off after season two and then we didn't really see him. Because... Good riddance. I mean, I think thinking about um, what we said earlier, um, I will say 
Nathan was rude when he said the comments about Issa being messy, but I have always maintained that Issa is a messy person. Issa, the, when she sees like a fork in the road and it's the messy side of life and you know, just things being clear cut and not messy, she chooses mess sometimes. Not even sometimes, she chooses mess. I think in that situation, maybe it wasn't as obvious, but when I think of her and her friendship with Condola, I will never forgive her for that. That one, she walked into it and I will never forgive her for that, sorry. Ooh, that was so awkward because imagine finding out that your ex, like the love of your life is now dating this lady that you're working very close with and you, you're still maintaining a friendship with this. I just think that is so weird and it just wouldn't happen in real life, like it wouldn't. She's messy. I think that's literally just the long and the short of it because even at the beginning of the season, it started off with her now suddenly wanting to be friends um, with Nathan and even trying to maintain this work relationship. And I'm like, in real life, that's, it's messy. You can't, I get it. Obviously he's trying to give you this opportunity and help, you know, the block grow, but come on. Like sometimes you just have to know that, okay, this would be great, but this is not an ideal situation for me to be in. Same as with Daniel. I know her and Molly once had like issues or whatever when she lived with her once about the the vows or whatever. But um, I still think at the end of the day it would have been a much better option for her to go live with Molly while she's trying to get back on her feet. Molly even offered. And instead you're going to choose Daniel, the person that you cheat on your ex with. And from that moment, your life's been upside down since then. So why would you go back? You know what I mean? Mm. And even with, with Daniel, Daniel came back into her life like, at two different points. There was after um, Kiss and Grind, and then when she ended up having to leave her place and she went back to sleep with him, the couch, the time you're saying, um, she was sleeping on his couch. I'm like, it's not even once, it's now twice. And don't you learn from, you're still heartbroken over Lawrence leaving you. And it all stemmed from Daniel. Like, why would you keep going back around this person? It doesn't make sense. And I just, I don't know why she, she enjoys being in such chaotic situations. She's a glutton for punishment. That's what she is. Ah. It's almost like she she likes it. Like she thrives off of it. Yo, not one, not two, but thousands. Thousands. That was sad, and I think Molly's delivery sucked um, in season four. But she wasn't running. Nathan did as well. Yeah, Nathan did as well. Yeah, yeah. Nathan Nathan did as well. But um, they're not wrong in in that they're not wrong. Mm. but can I just say when Nathan said it like the whole fight incident that happened he started it <laughs> he started the mess and do you know what someone is it's his friend his friend is also like Chad. his friend was oh we can run them a different type of fate by that point he was now already gingered and I think um even if it wasn't necessarily Lawrence pulling Issa behind the bush it could have been anything and it was gonna set him off given the the first exchange that they had about the barbecue but now your friend has also lit up a a flame under your bum he was ready to to fight at that point anyway no but what i will say guys let's be honest no one would like to see their their, their current like your current person talking to their ex come on like let's be fair like no matter what they're talking about you're not gonna like to see it and i think personally she should have shut it down if she genuinely wasn't interested in Lawrence. She should have shut it down, but her being open to hearing what he had to say meant there was something she wanted to hear him say, and she got it in the end. 
I can't lie though, she did try to shut it down and walk away and he, he literally was standing in front of her. She tried mm. to be like, I'm not going to do this. I don't have time for this. And I think even in that situation, seeing your current speak to their ex, your issue should always be with your person. He had yeah. way more vim for Lawrence than he did Issa. So it wasn't just about, you know, oh, why are you speaking to your ex in front of me? Because of the first exchange that they'd had, he already had an issue with my man and he was already on crime because during that first exchange, Lawrence basically got the last jab. And I think from then he was already rattled. Then mm. his friend came and said, yo, I don't like this. I don't know what's going on, but I don't like this. Um, just say the word, we'll fight. Da, 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 da. And I think that would have obviously got him more riled up. So even in the scene, like if we're talking about real life, the, in my opinion, the right thing to do would be to be to, for him to have addressed Issa. I mean, like, mm. why are you speaking to him? Why are you giving us any attention? Such that Issa would have then maybe had the chance to explain that, listen, I, I wasn't trying to hear him. He just wasn't letting me. But I don't think that that was his main concern. I think it was now more his ego and him feeling disrespected. Mm. Um, Lawrence also was cheeky with his, no, we're having a conversation. I said, yay. <laughs> he well, He's here for smoke. <laughs> Um, so I don't think that would have helped. But I do think mm-hmm. in that scene, she actually did try to walk away. She actually tried to shut it down a few times. And that's when he was busy forcing, but are you happy? <laughs> yeah, agreed. Um, yeah, one thing I'm going to miss about Insecure is the music. Insecure has put me onto so many songs and artists. Like, there's so many people I probably, I mean, I probably would have discovered them at some point, but um, that they just put me on to like up and coming artists like Mariba I didn't know about until I listened um I watched Insecure um Raven Lene I didn't know about until I watched Insecure certain her songs I didn't know until I watched Insecure like there's so many artists that it's put me on to I'm just like damn like where am I gonna get like all these secret great finds and can I just say that final scene when Issa was driving and they played Cleo Soul Rose in the Dark was absolutely perfect because the lyrics and the song and the meaning of the song was just so fitting to like that scene and her journey as a person. Like literally, I'm a little wiser, but babe, took a little longer, babe. Like it was just like, yes, like this is Issa all over. And I just thought it was perfect. I absolutely, most of my music as well. I got so much from Insecure from season one. So, so, so even the first time I heard about Moses Sumney, I think, yeah, because the first time I ever heard a Moses Sumney song was Plastic, again, Insecure. And I think that actually, goes to to show just how amazing Raphael Sadiq is and I think because obviously he doesn't put out music as much as he did in his past we really forget I remember the first time I clutched Muslim season two I was like wait he's the one who's in charge of me this makes sense because his taste it's elite and I don't know if you guys watched um Sweet Life the reality show on HBO Max that um, um I watched like two episodes but I couldn't really get into it to be honest but even on that show the music choice is also really really good I don't think it's Raphael Sadiq that one either but I do think Issa generally does have a really really good ear um for music and stuff like that so I agree I'm gonna miss that as well because now I don't know where we're gonna find these little hidden gems because um back in the day I don't know if it's like this for you guys I used to find out um about a lot of artists from Colors but now colors like has changed a lot. Like before they used to do a lot of up and coming artists. Now, a lot of the time, the people go, they're really like famous and popular. So you don't really feel like you're discovering something new um, as much as it used to be anyway. So I'm like, damn, where are we going to find these songs at? Agreed. Just going to have to hope I'm brave. I actually got put onto Insecure because of the music. I think 
I found, if I remember correctly, someone once posted a playlist, like an Apple Music playlist of like music they'd heard on Insecure. And I love like R&B and that like slow vibe. So I listened to it. I'm like, wait, these songs kind of bang. And then I'm like, wait, let me check the show. Like clearly the show must be something. And I think it was on, it was like season one. I was able to binge season one and two. So I think I caught on maybe as three was coming out. Like I was pretty late to the thingy. But like I've been in love ever since, and it's I, I'm I'm forever thankful for that person. I don't even remember who they are. But whoever retweeted that tweet onto my tail, thank you. Um, I would not have watched Insecure if not for that. If not for the music, I mean, obviously I probably would have. But the music was part of, a big part of the decision to watch Insecure. So I'll definitely miss that as well. Yeah, man, they just wrote. It was just written so well, and it's just so relatable. Yeah. they didn't force trying to put in any like current topics in it like they didn't force anything that was like going on like politically um obviously like there were political moments around like you know like race and stuff and like the, the majority of the cast, the cast is black um but they never forced anything and, and I'm so glad in the final season they didn't try and force any coronavirus anything like that they just kept it real and just light-hearted but so relatable and amazing I think that's the best thing about the show I think from season one um everything was just very relatable like it it really felt like a lot of us can relate to even though we were like for example the cast when it started was supposed to be like late 20s early 30s and obviously we aren't like there yet but you still felt like you can see how these are real life situations that are very related it's mirroring real life but really really well like you said it's not forcing things because um something that struck me that she mentioned in the last wind down is the fact that um she felt like a lot of the time um obviously this would probably mean a lot more to african-american people or people who live in la that they often are when they make shows based in LA, it's either like really upper end, like people that come from money and are wealthy, or it's in the hood. There wasn't really like a middle ground. And she obviously tried to, to they wanted to write the show in a way that there's, that's there. Um, and I think even in doing that without her realizing, without them realizing, it ended up being really relatable to people everywhere, even if you don't live in America or you, don't, you know what I mean? Everything just, and I think it's nice to have shows that in general, it's more positive. I mean, I can't really say there was anything about Insecure that was like negative, so to speak, but there's, there isn't much of the Black trauma. That's why that time when Prentice was mentioning that they really, that baby is Lawrence's baby. And there was a time everyone was like, oh, maybe, maybe it's not. And he was like, this is a trauma response. We need to let it go. That's that's that man's child. Um, and it's nice. They did have, that with Derek and Tiffany's baby as well. Yeah. And I think it, it's really nice to see these shows um, we haven't had that, I think, maybe since, like, maybe Living Single, if that. Um, so, yeah, like, Living Single, A Different World, like I mentioned earlier, Girlfriends, and even with Girlfriends, the way Girlfriends was written was also, like, a, it was it was written in a way that you can almost see how it might not be relatable to everyone. So I think that's why Insecure had such a special place in all of our hearts, because these people weren't like rich they weren't this like it's we all feel like you can see a little bit of yourself in that and the cast being all black obviously would have just been a bonus so i'm gonna miss that show for real for real i feel like it has birthed a lot of follow-up shows like harlem that's come out um and what's the other show uh it's a bet show it's three women 
the the lead um actress is queer 20s 20s uh, like shows like this i feel like are modeled off the back of insecure and if you have never had insecure a lot of these shows wouldn't even be a thought so it's amazing like what Issa Rae has managed to achieve and like she's just so impactful and big up her man like she's just doing bits and hopefully her career continues to grow I think she's going to start getting into movies now I think yeah. um following Insecure so it'll be it, it'll be amazing to see what she does next yeah I think the next thing we're probably going to see like you're saying there are other shows similar settings black women you know on the up and up on tv but I think it's going to be like remember after is it Scandal, because Scandal was quite like revolutionary when it came out because there was not really a show with like a black lead, black woman as a lead like for a while. Because mm-hmm. after that, we got a few other shows like, but that was drama, so it's not like the same. Like, but you know, we haven't gotten like a comedy. It was just life's funny, life's good. Yeah, we have our sad moments, but like for the most part, life is good, and it's just black happiness. Like, it's not every day you know, slave movie, like, you're tired. Like, there's so much else you can do for Black people. And it was, like, it was a gift. If this is God's gift to Isa, like, thank you. Thank you for sharing that gift with us. Because, child, I love that. I love loved every second of it, even when I hate on the show. <laughs> even when I hate on this this season, yeah, I still loved it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of the season... I start, started with a really outlandish um, claim that I feel like it's probably going to be one of the shows that is when it's when the final episode airs, we're really happy and we're probably going to get like, one of the best endings. Um, obviously, during the season, it was a bit wild, but now that it's ended the way it has, I'm still really happy with that ending. It's not giving me um, what I imagine you guys had with Game of Thrones. It definitely didn't give me pose. Um, so I'm really, really happy with the pose end. Was- terrible i just want to say on the, on the record that season was absolutely trash anyway no, continue sorry it was really really bad and i'm happy that i can kind of still make the same claim again because granted there are bits and pieces that maybe would have wanted to see more of or have a different ending like how you know we can agree that Issa probably would have been better off ending or single or with somebody else that's not lawrence or nathan um but ultimately we're not like oh boo tomato 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 like we're still really happy with how it ended and i'm really i love that for her i even saw prentice tweeting today that he was so happy to wake up and see like people are still really really happy with the ending because i think he was really really scared and there's a time i think he said even the wind down he was tweeting he was like, uh, he was scared to, to write and direct, like he didn't want to write the last episode, Issa wrote that one. And he was like, cause I was afraid, like if it goes bad, everyone was obviously going to lose it. So I think I'm happy for them that they've done something so iconic and so monumental and impactful. And at least it ended on a, on a, on a decent note. It's not like the best ending, oh my gosh, hand them an Oscar, but it was still really good. I will still give them an Oscar for the culture though. Cause what that show did, Oscar, Emmy? I think it's an Emmy. Emmy, yeah. Emmy, yeah. But I'm happy, man. I'm obviously going to be rewatching in the next, like, probably two months again, because that's what I do. I literally rewatch it like, um, you can go home and lose all you want, baby. <laughs> I will not I be shamed. Sh- <laughs> I'm going to rewatch it this week, I think. I'm just going to binge it, like, from start to finish and just see I- the full, like, story, like, in just in one go. So I can be like, hmm, okay, like, I've seen it, right. And then I'll probably do that again in a couple of months because I just love the show. Exactly. Yeah. No, literally, I am. Like, I yeah. like I even did... 
it's a BuzzFeed quiz. But it's like your quiz. Jesus, what was it? What was it? No, it was like testing you on your knowledge of season one through four. Oh, wow. I did pretty well. <laughs> if, I, if I find, I'll find the link and I'll send it to you guys. You know, when I realized I was a super fan, I think the other day they posted, like they posted something on their Twitter. It was like Molly and Issa star signs. And I think they said uh, Issa was a Capricorn and something. And I don't know who I sent it to. So I'm like, no, this isn't like, I was like, no, this doesn't make sense. This isn't even what you guys said. And then I went and found their first tweet where they said they did everybody's star signs and it wasn't the same. And that's when I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of obsessed with this show. If I'm really giving it this much of my time, I clearly need a hobby. No, man, it just goes to show how perfect it is, to be honest, how, how just how great it is. And I love that for us. I've enjoyed mm-hmm. recapping the show with you, Dolly's. I was really looking forward to this. From the beginning, I said to you, we're going to have to get ice tea because I know that we'll, we'll all be on the same wavelength. We'll probably have like different opinions here or there, but I, we just had to do it. I literally thought mm. ice tea and I were going to argue the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, my God. Actually, it went well, it went well. <laughs> yeah. Like the Molly, you didn't say anything crazy about Molly. I didn't say anything crazy about Issa. We good. Because Molly, you know, she she redeemed herself. She had a redeeming. I think they season. saw our, they saw our tweets, like because the tweets last season about Molly were crazy. It was the worst time to call Molly Hive. I think they saw those and Can they we said, just, nah, Molly Hive, you have to do her better." It has all of these people. Me and my eight <laughs> friends, we exist. We are real. We exist. Like <laughs> I do give you names. You do you. <laughs> we all know each other. We've got a little group chat going on. We're good. We're good you're, the le- you're the leader. Sure. I'm the leader. Oh, I'm, sure. the, I'm the leader. I'm the treasurer. I'm the secretary. I'm everything. <laughs> it's just me, myself, and I. <laughs> no, but actually, I've seen a few people don't mind money on Twitter. Like, I know I'm not the only one. Mm. Now, maybe not, but I don't know about last season. Last season was, was a tough time for her. Listen, that was terrible. I was fighting for my life last season. <laughs> Guys, no, I swear. <laughs> and you just need to get to know her. Like, once you get to know her, you realize she's actually a nice person. <laughs> that type. But now, Yvonne, people are saying Yvonne is bad vibes in real life. And it's like, it's she's playing her character that's true to life. She's not being bad. No. <laughs> she's never beating those. Never beating the allegations. No, but I'm happy that the way they wrote Molly this season was the way that they did. Because um, we always speak about the fact that for years they said that it was supposed to be balanced. And I can't lie, she literally looked like the villain in Issa's movie for so long. Like yeah. it wasn't giving balanced or like, oh, they do things to each other and they could be better friends to each other. She always looked far worse. They always made Molly's character do the the worst stuff. Like it was really bad. Even her colleagues all telling her, we hated you. And she was like, oh, was that that bad? And they said, yep. <laughs> <laughs> but they hated Tori. I, I guess the only redeeming thing is that they hated Torian as well. So I know it's not just, like, not that Molly and Torian are bad vibes, but it's like, they grow on you. They're people who just have to get to know them and realize this person isn't a terrible person and hard. Just mm-hmm. they don't come off very well in the beginning. Yeah, that's true. Well, oh, if anyone didn't realize, guys, with the reality check part. Oh, we went through the whole thing and we didn't even introduce. I'm sorry, we were excited. No, point- we actually now have to introduce ourselves and I said to at the end of it, <laughs> at the end of the episode. Um 
We are the Reality Check Podcast. <laughs> this is episode nine. Nine, yeah, nine. I'm Nessu. I'm Leo. And we're joined, and we're joined by, by special guest. Po, 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 po. Oh, I said to you. That's such an Easter thing. That's such an Easter mirror thing. Um, to say. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's been it's been. I've had a great time discussing insecure. Thanks for having me. Oh, thanks for joining loved us. It. I've absolutely loved it. It's been great. If you ever get into reality TV, you know, shout us. You know what? I used to watch a lot of reality TV, and then well, I love and hip hop. Yeah, love and hip hop. Um, the Housewives, or well, the Atlanta one, um, oh and Potomac. But then I just you were one of us. I was, come, and then come, it was just too much. It was too much, but I'll, I'll see. I might get back into it. If if I do, you guys will be the first people to know. Please do. Uh, so so you can tell us what you think. Absolutely. You yeah. love it. You love it here. We promise. And <laughs> you guys are great. I've, I've had a great time. Like it's been. Uh, thanks so much. We're gonna we need to all your um. Thing is, I said she doesn't like people following her, so I don't know if I can. <laughs> Literally, so will literally be like, you, don't follow me. <laughs> you like down. <laughs> I always see Anessie's tweets about how about when your account is open and when it's not. I'm and it's like Jesus. It's like, just yeah. me. <laughs> you have to retweet everything you can now because in the next twelve hours is definitely going to be private again. <laughs> but then, what happens if I like something, and then like you lock your account? Would it still? Would I still be able to see it? I don't think so. I think it goes away. Probably not. But um, yeah, man, I just like to leave live in the shadows a bit. Plus, you're doing up content creation. I think there's some there's some content being created. She's oh, so stingy. She's so stingy because she eats the girls up. She serves like you have to beg her. A lot of the time, I'm like, my sister, please. <laughs> How many times have I said your name? She would have. <laughs> Like the I mean, day she made like, her Insta, I, like I just like a photo or two, and I just like to post and go. Like she stresses me out. Okay. Whoever sees it, sees it. Whoever doesn't, doesn't. Such is life. Hey, it's true. It's fine. We'll keep screenshotting and then cropping, and then you. We have to physically. <laughs> That's why I have to do sometimes at ICT Kamara because she's denying the ghetto. <laughs> Are you from Sierra Leone, by the way? Yes, I am. Oh my gosh, that's such like that's it's a popular surname, right? Yeah, Kamara. Right. Yeah. Like a lot of people, like everyone I've met with the surname was from SL. Yeah. Oh yeah, the friend I went to spend um Christmas with, she's from Sierra Leone. Oh Martina. <laughs> yeah, she's, my, she's oh. Sierra Leonean. Oh, that's nice. I don't know why I thought she was Jamaican. She just acted. <laughs> <laughs> So that girl on is, that note <laughs> there's some jamaican in her she loves jerk pork she loves like i don't know how it happened but she loves ray and nephew she's just she's a she's a she's a island girl somehow but you know island girl island girl, island girl. <laughs> yeah, <trying to> make... <laughs> <laughs> but me no fala girl me no cardi man what a mess there was a there was a tiktok i once sent martina it was like tell me you're from Sierra Leone without telling me you're from Sierra Leone and I was like because she has a, her dad's Muslim and her mom's Christian and apparently that happens a lot yeah it does <laughs> is that is that the case with you as well no my parents are Muslim they come from a Muslim house 
Oh my gosh, you're Muslim. Oh, yeah. Never. I never would have thought. That's so I'm cool. out here. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense um, why even like your niece's birthday, the focus would have then been more on her birthday than it being Christmas. Cause Christmas. Or yeah. unless you guys still I just never Christmas. I, Christmas well, I got presents every year growing up. That's what I'm saying. Like we're Syrians are very mis- mis- mishmashed in terms of culture. Like we just it's like very like yeah basically though. pick and choose <laughs> <laughs> which is why you get so many people that like marry like cross um religions and stuff like that like because it's not that deep right yeah like you, you might go to the mosque with your mom one day and then you go to the church with your dad the other day like it's just normal <laughs> that's, like, <laughs> that's right. it that's why they joked and said scissor is Sierra Leonean because uh, <laughs> that's, that's her setup as well like she has a muslim yeah. dad and a christian mom like, you girl, I need to go back home. Literally. That's so jokes. But that's like um Gabs, because Gabs is one of Gabs' parents is Muslim and the other is Christian. And Gabs always talking about how he, he basically celebrates everything. Like all the Christmas yeah. or all the Christian like holidays and also the Muslim ones as well. Yeah. So I'm like that's quite interesting. Get the best of both worlds with yeah. Miley Cyrus. <laughs> girl, we going to Islam. <laughs> literally i have this one muslim friend i always say in front of her she gets it and we all die but it's just so funny to think about someone literally said girl we're going to islam are we going to islam and that's and what she, and about the flick of the the flick of the, the scarf, scarf. <laughs> That time they were going to Portugal. Portugal. And I don't even know the person who was even trying to hint at the trip. I don't know why their hint was a scarf. I'm like, what does that have to do with Portugal anyway? No. <laughs> uh, and I'm Just so sorry in. that that, um, that show fell off because it actually used to basketball be basketball. Yeah, to- basketball. I used to watch basketball wives as well. Lit. Wait, when? When Drea was on it? Yeah, from when Dre was on it, um, Brandy, Sunday, all those people, up until the OG, um, no, Evelyn, up until Evelyn came back mm-hmm. and was on it, and um, and when um, OG was on it, I stopped watching when, like, after, I think after this OG second season of being on the show, but I watched like up until then. Oh, so I watched quite, a, I watched yeah, quite a bit. Quite a bit then. That's not that long. Yeah. Well, after that, that's when it really wasn't as... Yeah, that's when it started to fall off anyway, so it was like... It was bad. Brainer, really. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to wrap it up here, Lovelace. Um, Can you believe we were? We thought we could talk about anything else in this episode? And I even said to Leo, this is going to have to just be in this weekend. There's no way. By the time we would have gotten into Porsche, Real House of Miami, we'll be up all night. <laughs> okay? It would have been a really, really long one. But I had loads of fun. Um, Same. Every week, Leo and I always ask everyone, please, please, like, tweet us using the hashtag, and we mean it, and we're not going to stop asking. <laughs> so please use the hashtag RealityChickPod, that's R-E-A-L-I-T-Y-C-H-K-P-O, Dizzle. Even if it's to hate on us, that's fine, too. Literally. I don't mind. <laughs> you know the TikTok sound, <laughs> tomato, 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 tomatoes. I don't care, literally anything. I will take anything at this point. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> but that's it from me. And that's it for me. And that's it for me. <laughs> Next you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.